Will we be muted is the question. Not Will even we once. Be muted? Oh, my God. Hello. It's good to see you guys. We've been talking was, for so long already. Yes. I was still so, muted, but I was doing so on purpose because I'm rattling a thing. Sorry. Are you making biscuits? Do you have more no, biscuits? I'm taking painkillers. Mm, the biscuit of the pharmaceutical world. Ladies and gentlemen. But I, I, do, um, I do also have biscuits. These are the... Biscuits I was talking about. What are those? Those look like long, thin pies. No, they're... What a terrible phrase. Hi, time Long, agent. thin pie? I've never seen uh, that biscuit before in my life. Yeah, that's insane. It looks like an Garibaldi omelet. Biscuit. It looks like a blueberry omelet. It's really good. <laughs> they're one of my favorites. My dad calls them dead fly stuff? biscuits, which should turn me off them, but it doesn't. Thank you, Stephen, coming in. I uh, did have to change uh, my mic setup. StreamYard did the classic move of just changing my audio settings, even though I was in here earlier this morning and used these exact audio settings. What a mm -hmm. day. I've sat in front of this computer all day. I love doing the stream. I love you all. Today, I'm done with staring at this computer. I want to go out. I want to go out to, I would show you the view, but I realize you can literally see the name of the hotel if I do that. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Maybe best not. Yeah. Someone might send you, you have flowers to stay there for John. another few nights. <laughs> I have to stay there Sunday. Oh, yeah. If it was your last day there, maybe, but. Nah. Um, but uh, yes, I'm very excited to talk to you all about my show yesterday where there were about 13, I'm pretty sure, swingers because they were, none of them were married. They all had a certain vibe. And mm. at one point I asked them, how do you guys all know each other? And one person just went, we party. And I went, all right, that all means something different for everyone. I then did that thing of, and this is a good psychology move, of saying something embarrassing and private about myself to mean um, party. Mm -hmm. And then I did that. Everyone laughed. And then they just wouldn't answer the question. And then I concluded <laughs> it by just going, all right, I'll see you later. And also the fucking swingers need to stop being so concerned about what people think of themselves. Like, it's fine. You admitted it. And then I just walked off stage. But I was like, just say it. <laughs> right? I was going to bring that up, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, Kimmer's B? I am fond of a Viennese finger for dunking. I don't get it. That is an intensely sexual sentence. <laughs> Such a good sentence. <laughs> is that about swinging or biscuits? Biscuits. biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Kimmer's and Kirsten Wait, party. You know what I'm saying? Do you not know what a Viennese finger is? No, I'm cool. <laughs> it's the old Viennese finger, buddy. I'm looking it's at a classic. Viennese finger is two kind of almost like shortbread biscuits with a, a layer of kind of chocolate in the middle. Oh, that is not. You have described this is not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing it's shortbread sandwiched that has dipped on chocolate at either end and then cream in the middle. You'd be a real danger on uh, the Great British Bake Off. There's not cream in a Viennese finger. I'm lo I'm looking at a Viennese finger and it's cream filled. It's about to be. 
Yeah, due to, <laughs> due to the dunking. I'm looking at another one. I'm looking at a Viennese whirl, also cream filled. I'm looking at they're all cream filled. Whoever's been making you Viennese fingers has fucked you. Oh. Cream filled, cream filled. That one's chocolate filled, cream filled, cream filled, cream filled, cream filled. Here's what I have to Ashley, say. Who's in? Go ahead, Chris. Ashley, did you grow up with uh, uh, chocolate eclairs? Yeah, they're my dad's favorite. They were my dad's favorite, and it might be the most overrated baked goods. I don't understand why my dad loves world. them so much, but Flavorless. he does. He loves Flavorless. them so much. What is a chocolate eclair compared you know to a regular, a regular eclair? It's got chocolate on top. That's like like how a chocolate donut, like a normal donut, will have like a little hard chocolate, uh, like glazing on top almost. Yeah, yeah, like that. But it's an eclair with uh, um, whipped cream down the middle. Yeah, that's an so it's just an eclair. Oh, it was a chocolate eclair where I grew up, but uh, taste of nothing. Yeah, they're yeah. That's an eclair is fine. It's not good it's though. Fine, yeah. It is, do you know what I think it is? Do you know what I think it is? Is mm. that like my dad will always go on about how much he loved cream or milk or butter, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. They were really luxury items when oh. he was growing up. And so like okay. the cream was cream on a cake was like something that was so luscious and luxurious mm. that I feel like it's just that kind of association that lingers on from that time. Yeah, I could mm. see that. I uh, I want you all to know kid. I had a very I had a very painful booger and I just needed to do something to get into this and I just ripped it out of my nose while you guys were talking about baked goods and I truly feel like a champion of the world. I also have a point about what you're going to say, which is I totally relate to your dad because I grew up thinking that steak is like a rare once in a while thing, mm -hmm. and yeah, now because too. everything has gotten like just cheaper steak is an people are eating steak every day and it's still i'm like that's yeah. a not an everyday that's no. a once or twice yeah. a year yeah treat. right yes yeah. whereas like you can get like a steak sandwich anywhere you can get a, a steak sandwich in steak prep. though no but i you don't think the steak want, that i was eating when i was a kid was good either at least 25 quid for a steak meal yeah if you're going to like a, a steak is one of those things where just go to a good restaurant like as someone who has recently been to both Taylor's Steakhouse and Musso and Frank's and had steaks there, that's right. I got my two steak allotment done early in this year. Ooh. Um, superb, but expensive. But it's like, yeah. where is this from? And it's like the closest farm with the best cows. You know, like, yeah. Ah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. It was the same with Hawksmoor. Like it was just, we got this. It's all grass fed. They live on acres and acres and acres. They live the best life cows have ever had. And then we ship them 50 miles and they're here. And it's like, yeah. that's great. Well, yeah, they live their best life right before they're brutally murdered, of course. Right yeah. Before they're hey, when it like, comes to they got to sneak up on them, though. Go ahead. When Ashley. it comes to food, and especially meat, I always think, like, why do people think it's okay to go cheap? Like, why is it that sometimes you can get a whole chicken for mm. less than a cup of coffee? But, like, that is not a, a chicken I want to eat. <laughs> I will go this even really, it's but you've hit it the nail on the head. It's chicken in particular, no one thinks about. Everyone just, just sort of like yeah. chicken costs whatever. And I'm like, it does not. Like you need it to does know not where get good chicken. Like, I'll even go you one better. Eggs, no one thinks about how you should spend money on eggs because also mm. like yeah. the yolk color should be or like I'm a weirdo. I fucking love eggs. I love them scrambled, boiled, 
Those are the only ways I like them. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go full Bubba from Forrest Gump on eggs on no, us. No, no, those are the second. only two ways. That's the, it's my favorite food. I like it every way. You know, like a poached egg. Of course I love a poached egg. Who doesn't love a poached egg? It was a, a Well, you just said egg. they're the only two ways I like them, so. <laughs> Madam, I was, I, was, I was yanking your crank. <laughs> He's a crank yanker. Yeah, I'm a crank yanker. You've just been pranked. Um, anyway, I went food um, shopping I love a, but, today. But, oh, sorry. Oh, did you buy eggs? I didn't buy eggs. Do you know what I did buy? <laughs> a, a giant bar, bar. If you get what the biscuits, it? I swear to God. Yeah, if you just show us your bit. <gasps> oh, oh. Tiny happy <laughs> All right, hang on. I just need to do something before Chris ruins our Halloween fun. All right, those are great little pumpkins. Those are great little pumpkins. pumpkins. No, no, no. Oh, no, hang on. I have to put it over here. No, there we go. Um, They're munchkin uh, pumpkins. Oh, it's so good. Also, uh, I don't like Chris's not being here. I mean, Adam, I like removing you, but I want you to come immediately back. I don't like you not being here. Aw. Love you too, buddy. Uh, those are no, nice little pumpkins. They're very they're cool. So cute. Right are they alive or are they ornamental? They're alive. They're real pumpkins. Are you going to carve them? They're really tiny, so no. I really like this emote. But they're going to sit. Oh, that's very cute. They very are going good. to sit with my candle display for the month. Um, but they're these tiny ones, they're, they get them into the shops now, and then they're gone. Yeah. Like, you really have to get them when you see them. Mm. But they're so cute. Ashley can do a Halloween themed thirst trap now. Yeah, oh, are those going to go on your boobies? Oh my god! Yeah, are they going to so be do that? Tiny little pumpkin what? boobies. There you go. <laughs> I so mean, thirsty. my boobs are smaller than these. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ashley, what's the worst thirst trap or sexy photo you've ever received from a gentleman? I've never really received that many, um, but mm. I, I've gotten. I've only gotten one dick pic. Um, really? I've gotten yeah, more weird. dick pics than you? Yeah. Bapple I've only gotten oh. one like in a kind of somebody I was talking to way. I've been sent a few anonymous ones from like through Instagram and stuff, but really? Instagram has a pretty fun filter technique, so I've never actually clicked on it to see it. It it like blurs anything out unless you go into it. Oh, good. It is, way to go. I in one of my many moments of going, what do you mean this is happening? I had no idea the amount of just female people on the internet were just getting sent pictures of random men's penises. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this right now. Name a technology that a man hasn't used to try and show a woman his penis or fuck them. Most Name technology te has been invented because of men trying to do things like that. Yeah. The internet is only the internet because of porn. Because of I'm going to give you this. Yeah. The microwave is the only thing that has nothing to do with fucking. There's Absolutely no... incorrect. Guys wanted to cook their food real quick so that they could get God to damn. fucking. Yeah, 100% correct. All right. You can <laughs> relate right, every see. great invention yeah. to men trying to fuck someone. Condoms. Yep. Because they don't want to have kids. Yeah. And because they want women who, you know, will only fuck them with condoms to fuck them. That's a big. That's yeah, but the, that but they had to invent condoms first. It's not like the women did they? I feel like women were like, "Stop putting babies in me," and someone was like, "I'm just gonna gut this sheep right no, now. I'm I gonna go outside, you, gut no, a sheep." You it wasn't that way. Guarantee there was you, no... it was actually because uh, 
some sort of there was probably some sort of law change that meant men had to take more responsibility if they got somebody pregnant. Ashley's a hundred percent correct. That's and, exactly and, and still it's, wanting it's a to money fuck, thing. I guarantee yeah. you, it's a money thing. Oh yeah, it's like how marriage is a money thing, and yeah. Catholic priests not being allowed to get married is a money thing. Yeah. Well, it's because if they get divorced, those women get half of God's shit. No, it's so that uh, it's so that the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church's finance base originally was all the land that mm -hmm. uh, priests. Yeah. They leave it to the church. It's like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why Henry VIII. One of the reasons Henry VIII separated from the Catholic Church is he was like, "Fuck you! You're not getting our land. You're not seizing our land slowly and taking over this country and mm. end-runded them." And then that you know, was had a one of the reasons that. So initially, when Christianity came into Ireland, the way that the laws were set up, um, a lot of women actually saw it as a really feminist move to join the church and become a nun because it meant that their land could be given to like they could keep their family land with the church instead of having to marry one of their cousins ah. <laughs> that's very progressive one. of the church yeah <laughs> the other one is and i have a friend who has a bunch of i have a friend who comes from like a giant irish family in canada as in mm -hmm. irish catholic has like he has like seven siblings and then his like dad and mom both have like 11 and 15. Mm -hmm. And so there's a bunch of nuns in his family. And it's that thing of like, did you ever ask them why they became nuns? And he was like, yeah, because they're old enough that they were just single women who wanted to see the world. And the time in which they lived, mm -hmm. the only way to do that was to be a nun and go yeah. on missionary trips. Because it's yeah. not like in the... And yeah. also the church taught you, uh, going back a bit further than that probably, go but the church it. taught you to read and write. Mm -hmm. um so it was a it was a way of getting education it was independence um because you could and, live man. in uh in church property by yourself without having to live with uh family men or whatever it's uh, the same for buddhist monks in thailand a lot of the monks mm -hmm. that i met were a lot of the kids are put into it because they get free school um yeah. and so it's not about becoming a monk it's about being able to learn but also there's a lot of gay monks because they're just yeah. like life out there is rough and so i can just have a nice life here um, in the same way that a lot of gay dudes go into the priesthood because it's like, oh, I'm not allowed mm -hmm. to sleep with women. Shucks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. There's like a, been a bunch of studies conducted that the Catholic church suppresses of the amount of homosexual priests that are within it. It's and gotta yeah, be huge. Amount, it's gotta be huge. fucking huge because it's like, oh, why didn't you get married? Oh, God told me I can't, but Wasn't that's all. Also, that's the reason. There was, there was definitely a move for a time of forcibly making someone become a nun. Was there yeah. also a time where you could forcibly make someone become a priest? Um, Wait, in rich British families, it went um, the eldest son took over the family, yeah. took over the family. The next one went into the military. The third one was a priest. Yeah. Is that how it went? Yeah. Oh, there was definitely a lot of stuff like that. Wow. My family is somewhat reciprocating that. My family's business is a joke. My brother wants to be a cop and in the army. So... If dad, if, you know, if dad does the bad, bad thing and has a third child, which by the way, mm -hmm. I would laugh. Oh, so how hard if he funny would it be? If we could get a I picture would... of Stephen Hastings holding a new baby. So <laughs> I funny. Would... I would never <laughs> stop laughing at him. I would literally be like, 
you never get to ever say to anyone else on the planet, you know what you should do? Because you just had three children over the course of 36 years. If he does that, oh my God, it's going to be the oh, best thing ever. Never stop laughing. Uh, apparently, oh, sorry, wrong one. Uh, according to Tiger Tiger in Ireland, it went doctor, teacher, priest. Yeah. It depends. It depends what the kind of background is, though, because if they had farming land or anything, then the first sons would have to be Farmer, farmers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it depends. But there was definitely always an order. Mm. There was definitely always a, a progression. Um, but you know priest I... was pretty much always in them somewhere. Yeah, because yeah. it's a respectable Cause... job. And also mm -hmm. you can get rid of them. So you're definitely not. You don't have to pay for his wedding. You don't have to bail no. him out if his life doesn't work out. You don't have to pay a dowry for them to get married. To you don't have to worry about him in the will because yeah. the, the church has got him. And so that just goes to the other kid. It's, all, it's yeah. just unloading. Get the It's also huge. Not so much anymore. Well, that's not true in a lot of places. a huge power base. I'm currently listening to that great podcast, uh, the Christian Right Cast. And something that mm. they really talk about in terms of Catholic influence in America is that the, like, the amount of Catholics in America is actually predominantly very small. But the Catholic Church knows where to, like, attack for power historically. Like, they're just a really good at, like, mm. they will be somewhere in an old power base. And they're like, New England is literally littered with Catholics. That's where a lot of Ivy League schools are. They will be on the board. They have a power base. They're create. They are working in the institutions that create the presidents of the United mm -hmm. States. So it's mm. that thing of, like, it's a very insidious, interesting situation that we're at because we're only a hundred and something years into atheism. Like before that, the idea of saying, mm -hmm. I do not believe in God did not exist at mm -hmm. all. It was, wasn't a thing. And we're still at a reckoning with it in the way now that I think that we'll be seeing a huge pushback against capitalism in a hundred years. Cause right now people are like, for the first time in the West, I hear so many people openly being like, we got to do something about this. Fuck Jeff yeah. Bezos. Well, it was the yeah. first, I, rem I remember when uh, the first time I ever heard people that didn't read the same pamphlets that I read as a young man openly talking about capitalism was during the Occupy Wall Street movement. And remember, like, at the beginning, it was sort of hippies mm. and drum circles, and then sort of parents started showing up. Yeah. And it was like, this is fascinating because it's like, it didn't go anywhere, obviously. Like, it was a wasted opportunity. But it was the mm. first time that I was like, you are middle class, have two kids, and are being and are being like market-based economy has basically failed us it's like that has never happened in my lifetime i don't think that that's true i think occupy did a shitload it taught a lot of people that they had power in the discussion in the united states political system what happened is people in power got to work to go what did uh, occupy wall street do and it's like occupy wall street taught a huge portion of the millennial generation fuck the banks no one's taking care of you look out for yourself mm -hmm. this is an unfair system um yeah yeet the rich yeah I, time I like that <laughs> um i will also say this the problem with occupy wall street is it spread across the world and there are a shitload of um exactly right boom stickery mm. um coming from boom stickery shit libs always co-opt grassroots movements the other problem is is that it got co-opted around the world and it was such a uniquely american problem it didn't exist in canada so there being an occupied movement in canada to go against the banks being bailed out didn't make any sense hmm. because the banks weren't being bailed out we could have had a protest to say canadian banks shouldn't be allowed to buy american banks and then be subject to american regulation and not canadian regulation hmm. because that basically means that like 
this little bank in Canada that now is this big bank in America, if this big bank fails because it's under American regulation, it's taking this little bank with it, which mm. isn't fair. Boom. Now let's talk about penises or something because we literally just talked about finance for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I think that uh, here's what I'm, I'm saying. I think I'm sure I absorbed it all, but I could tell I because I actually it. for about a minute, here's what you were doing. And it, I couldn't tell if you'd frozen <laughs> or something was happening in the chat, but you're just doing this. <laughs> I think that was my concentration phase. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to keep up with all the very intelligent things you were saying. Thank you. Listen, I can be very dumb, but there's one area cucked by the economy 24 seven. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, blaze it 420. Well, cause I, blaze you know, I try and keep up with the economy <laughs> stuff, but I do find it very confusing and I often have to get my dad to translate everything for me. Um, but would you like a podcast that I, someone recommended to me that really helped explain a lot of this stuff? Cause it's, uh, it's 15 minutes long. Okay. It's like three times a week and it's interesting subjects. They then relate to economics. So you get an understanding of what economics are because you're like, I love parrots. And then they're like the economics of parrot smuggling. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, that is so fun. That, What's that podcast called? It's called it's called The Indicator. It's, of course, brought to you by NPR. NPR. Mm -hmm. Smug. Um, also, uh, Planet Money did a great thing over the summer, which they called Summer School, where they were just mm -hmm. like, what is capitalism? And is they that... just had ec economists come on and be like, this is the basics of how it works. I think this Planet is the Money same might thing. It's the... called The Indicator from Planet Money, is it? Oh, yes. there you go. Yeah, yeah they're both. Yeah. They're all cool. oh, the indicator. It's yeah. very good. It's very good stuff. The one problem is you got to listen to a bunch of episodes to get your intelligence base going. Because if not, you'll get into an argument with your uh, mom about um, capitalism using a point from that and then realize, oh, no, you don't actually understand the entire point. You just understand it as it applies right. to one thing. Yeah. And that's always a that's always trouble when you're arguing with someone who literally has a Ph.D. That mm. always will get you. Yeah. Where you're like, I haven't prepared. God damn it. <laughs> this is the ADSR thug said uh, the key thing to remember about economics is that they're all made up. And that's my yeah. favorite thing when I was because I studied economics at university. And Nerd. all of my all of my teachers were so funny because they were just like, guys, heads up. People are going to try to tell you it's a science. It's not a science. Not a it's science. very <laughs> much an idea. It's very yeah. much people trying to codify philosophy. That's yeah. all we're doing. We're just putting numbers on philosophies. So don't buy it. Yeah, it's in the same way. If you'll notice, all the people that are really into Bitcoin always talk about it like it's a very like specific, exact science. And you're like, mm. no, it's not. It's an anonymous Japanese guy has pulled a prank on the world economically, and we That's have so fallen wild. for it. I can't believe yeah. no one knows who that guy is. That's incredible to me. Did you know that, Ashley? No one knows yeah, who started I mean, Bitcoin. Do you know how really? Bitcoin started? No one do you know knows how it started. Uh, John, it's you'll know it in better detail than me. So basically, as I understand it, someone, this guy invented it, mm. posted on the internet, and people just started buying into it. Because the thing with economics, it's, it's cash freedom, and it is something that the world has needed, which is a, another type of guaranteed, somewhat inflation-free currency. I might right. be wrong on this, but I think that I'm getting this right. So that's why Bitcoin is appealing in some ways. And it's also stuff you can use that's not regulated by the government. It's untraceable. We employ and we need them that's to balance. Fascinating. Yeah. 
For podcast listeners, we have a comment from the chat. We employ economists in video games as we need them to balance our own in-game economies. That's amazing. Mm. Um, um, part of part of the appeal of Bitcoin was it was a non-state actor, so it's perfect capitalism. That's so the it's thing is just it's, the market. Yeah, it's, it's just, just the market. How much people think it's worth? That's what it's mm -hmm. worth. Whatever they're yeah. willing to buy it for, that's its value. And it's supposedly um, not controlled by governments. It's now being adopted and being manipulated in the same way as all of these are. Because yeah. essentially, well, it's Equ just Ecuador made it. It's Ecuador made it its actual currency, and then China yeah. outlawed it this week. Said no cryptocurrencies at Ecuador all. Ecuador made it its actual currency. Actual currency. Yeah. The reason why. So the thing that will there's the real positive of Bitcoin is all of those South American countries that have been inflate their currencies have been inflated. Also, I'm not looking at the chat. Please tell me what the chat thinks this is boring. I'm fascinated by this stuff, but I understand not everyone is. South American economies have been crazy inflated for a variety of reasons, such as the CIA and a various corporate entities oh, going in and fucking them can, up. Can I say and one Bitcoin quick thing in the middle of this? Just uh, in terms of them, like the inflation thing, someone put out, um, I'm going to stop thinking of them as underdeveloped countries, and I'm going to start thinking of them as, as overexploited countries. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, this is exactly true, ADSR Thug, is that like currencies are literally just, we have faith in them. And you see it, how it changes how you have a relationship to money. The currency of where I live is American dollars. So I value that money intellectually more than I would value Canadian money. And you see it, how people act, where they've been told their money is less valuable than the currency of the country they're in. The best example of this is up until Brexit, every fucking English person going to every country acted like every money was three million foreign currencies to the pound and so yeah. would spend like fucking crazy that's a psychological thing this money yeah. isn't as valuable as my money so it's not money that's not and that's never true that's why oh, by the way fun fact every comedian comes back from australia with way less money because they're all like it's not nearly close to the pound mm -hmm. and i'm always like that was 20 years ago. It's almost on par. No. Stop yeah. buying boots. <laughs> um. Um, okay, let me ask you this question. Who? All right. How do I say this? Okay. Which job do you want less? Stock broker or bank teller? Ugh bank teller right yeah wow customer service fuck it can't do it anymore yeah yeah me too because at least stockbroker you can choose you can have like i'm going to do an ethical portfolio and i can actually guide people to invest in cool new companies whereas you bank teller you you're just there you would eventually like, uh, and then you get promoted and then you run the bank and then you're just a crone but bank teller, I'm telling you, as a bank teller, all you're dealing with, especially now with so much online currency, all you're dealing with is old people who can't use online banking. That's mm -hmm. all me. you're doing as a bank teller. Yeah. And me. me. Yeah, that's right. I always go in. I always go I always in. Go in. <laughs> I always go in. It has saved me so much. There was a bank machine at the Okay, but people who are less adept than you even are. <laughs> I mean, but here's you the guys would be a breath of fresh air for some bank tellers. Bank tellers love the shit out of me, by the way. Yeah, exactly. But also, I've been there for some amazing bank teller fuck ups. For example, um, when I was moving to England, my mom was trying to put it so that we would have a account that there, like, if worse comes to worse, it was basically that thing of like, 
I get stabbed in the neck and don't have British health insurance. And she mm. like, here's, here's 50 pounds. So you can get to the hospital in a cab emergency sort of like, right. So there's no delay, which the bank we had like has, you can do that. You can link two counts with the same thing. Yeah. And the bank teller fucked it up so much. He just put all of my mom's money in my account. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I remember, and when we found out, I literally, I remember, looked, I got a, I went, I think you just closed her account and put my, all the money in my account. And he went, no, I don't think so. And I went, really? And then I just turned my phone around and I was like, where'd that come from? And he was like, what are you talking about? And it was like, it turned out, it was like, so, like he bypassed a, th a bunch of things that involve like, you're not legally allowed to do that because the bank account is my mom's property. Yeah. Shit. So like, it was a whole thing where like, like the bank manager, like suddenly was in the office and was like, "We will undo this all right now." Like, and he's yeah. like, "I am so sorry." All of this sort of stuff, because part of it is also Bank of Montreal, my bank in Canada, wants me to stop having my account because my account has existed since I was. Uh, oh, question time! Raid, 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 raid. Um, hang on, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay. Let's all dance, right? Well, oh no, the Canadians are coming. I hit the wrong one. Welcome to the Untitled Street with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. Embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. I feel so very funny. That's so, so funny. funny. He pressed Didn't the wrong video. Didn't even dance video. for the first half. Just kept laughing. Yeah. So. Welcome, Raiders. Please feel free to re refresh the page, and then you'll you'll count as viewers. We'd appreciate that. But otherwise, thanks for coming through. How the hell, uh, Smashly? By the way, excellent raid message. Ah, uh, Smashly bangings. Welcome aboard. Uh, I know you guys. I know you're all thinking after you just did D and D for a bunch of times. You're thinking, what are the fun people at the UTS talking about? We're talking about economics, and Woo! I was about to talk about how I've had a bank account since before I was born, which means it has no fees. No holds. I have two. Unlimited. It's the best. Never get oh, wait, rid of no. it. It got closed. Okay. Got closed. I don't know what the law in Canada is. I, the greatest glorious yes, day of my life was mm -hmm. the day they sent me a message that said, you have to close your account. And I just happened to Google it as I was walking into the bank and found an article about how all the banks in Canada were trying to close old accounts and they're not legally allowed to do it. And I walked in, sat down with the bank manager, and he's like, so we have to close your account and move it over. And I went, do you? And just said, and I started reading from the article, and he went, ah, all right, get out of here. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So even fun. better thing, the next year, I got a note saying that I'm going to start being charged for paper statements. Mm -hmm. And I did the thing, Google it again, not legally allowed to do it. You have to volunteer that. I walked in and went, you're not legally allowed to do that. And they went, yeah, you're right. Okay, totally. Again, every time, and I'm like, it's so good. Jesus I love, I live for it. I mean, My that's great. Is isn't it upset? Isn't it upsetting though that something that big and supposedly the most supposed to be the most responsible institution in our society is like we're just going to break the law and hope you don't know? How about that? Mm. How about that? If we will just break they're the not, law, they're not technically breaking the law. Like it's that thing of like you read the letter. The letter is actually like, hey, can you come in here and do that? But it's written in a way where it seems like we got to do this right now. It's such mm. a good yeah. Story. I Paul, was... how you doing? Old. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to shout out to Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, I was told that my bank, 
my Irish bank account was going to start charging me because um, I'd had this bank account since I was a child and then I was a student account and now it's like a full adult account you pay some charges on it but I've like still in in about five years since that happened I have not been charged um so I'm just like okay I'm just gonna say nothing um but yeah because it Irish banking has changed a little bit recently so if you transfer money I think it's actually because of Brexit so if you transfer money into British pounds uh you get charged like 15 quid for it so I now have an account set up I have an online account so I can chart I it's a technically it's a British based account but I can I have a euros holding account in it bless you excuse me uh so I have I have a euro account within the online account and mm-hmm. so I can transfer money because it's going to a euros account I can transfer money from my Irish account for free without being charged yeah, and then change it into your into pounds without being charged. It's a revolute. Be- it is a revolute code, Stephen. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a revolute. Actually, account. because you brought up Ireland, can we talk about what Celts is? Because <laughs> we didn't get a chance yesterday. What oh, is? Oh yeah, that? Celtic oh, films. Let, let me bring, bring it up. It up let me bring up That was great. So fucking fun, and I've not been blocked yet, which is. I don't uh, even know fun. what's going on. I don't know what it is. All I saw is that you were going full. Ashley Justice Warrior Manning and I just went well there's content for the program we do every day yeah. you know what I mean because I, I was about to read about it I was like no get the story yeah. from your friend Find um out. okay let me see uh I just need to make sure I find the right thing welcome to the untitled Twitch so basically there's oh yeah American you got two guy. late birthday wishes one was from tim reedy and one is from beardy noise oh thank you so much beardy noise and tim thank you so much also tim i did see your message about misspelling my name it's fine um most <laughs> irish people do call me ashling um but everybody Christmas outside of but- ireland knows my name which is just <laughs> oh, mary elaine misspelled it yesterday mary elaine yeah. misspelled it yesterday yeah, but that's Mary Lane. Um, but she, <laughs> she got the name right fundamentally. Um, she just spelled it wrong. But Ashling is another name. It's a ludicrous uh, okay. name. And yes, I am friends-ish with... I guess I'm still friends with Ashling B. I haven't seen her in seven years, but I, I, I assume we're still on a level of immediately go over and say hello. Like it wouldn't, hmm. I wouldn't doubt going over and saying hello. She's a very wonderful person, so I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, so, I don't know. Go ahead, Ashley. Basically, what Celtic Films is, is this American guy has basically set up a Kickstarter to fund him making a, a series about the Celtics. He doesn't call them the Celts, he calls them the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And he. It's basically, it's smoke and mirrors for his very right wing agenda. He keeps talking about how. Uh, like he keeps talking about Queen Maeve and how if you like people have proved that if you read the text she was actually just forced into a marriage and raped and it's just like okay but she's a fictional character man (laughs) calm down but he's he's just he's taking it really seriously oh my Um, god he's been blown up because I was on his Twitter page yesterday and now it has a Caution, this profile may include potentially sensitive content. You're seeing this one. Because... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So he's just, he's tweeted so much. 
bullshit. And like, I literally have a degree in Celtic civilizations, so I'm just like, this is so funny. Um, I'm trying to I'm find trying the to... tweet. So like, even in the darkest hour, the light can come shining through. For that is what we are here for—to believe we can overcome. Sen- he's so his big thing is censorship, banning, what? silencing human rights and freedom. For we've done it before. Celtics overcoming globalist Roman Empire. Yeah, he keeps calling it the globalist Roman Empire. And oh, he yeah, has this... Just... The film is meant to be this battle between the Celtics and the globalist Roman Empire. Which, I'm like, calm down. There was no huge battle between the Celts and the Romans oh. mm. in the way that he's trying to to portray it. Like, that just didn't happen. And also, isn't globalist always a dog whistle for Jewish people? Yes, I think, it is. Yeah, I think there um, is a lot of anti-Jewish uh, uh, yeah. uh, sentiments. This is the, this is the writer-director, and I immediately am like, this guy's got weird shit in his basement. Like, this guy's got yeah. a Nazi plate so, for sure. He looks just like the head of video. Cobra Kai. I have a video to show you, which is from... <sighs> there's an Irish Twitter guy who uh, who actually comes onto George Fox's stream sometimes um, called Dermot Ward, and he put together this clip of he got the trailer from the Celtic Films Kickstarter and cut it down and like pointed out all the things that are so funny about it so i figured that's better to watch than just the trailer because he cool. actually highlights everything that's so silly um so right this now. is it um, we're gonna just take a Bo- moment hmm? coming in from boomstickery by the way he says that guy looks a lot like uh, <laughs> that guy looks like he's related to hastings they all i could be in this movie no problem you they absolutely could also oh but just oh Okay, I'm not going to say anymore. I'm just going to play. Go ahead. Hi. Can you Is hear Mish it? Is Mish Yeah. Is okay. Mish Mihol. I'm Michael Kingsbury. I am the writer-director of the independent series Celtics. The reason I'm making this series about... You know what? I'm just going to pause it straight away. <laughs> it's the... Celts, right? I'm losing my mind. It's Celts. It's the Celts, but he keeps saying the Celtics, right? So, mm. yeah, exactly, Tiger. I'm going to go back to that bit at the very beginning right hi is mish mihol is mish mihol so he's saying is mish mihol right he's attempting to speak irish which is he's trying to say (laughs) welcome in he's trying to say is misha mihol but he's saying it wrong he's saying is mish is mish mihol is what he's saying. Chris Ashley, did you hear my joke though? What? Thank you for following Ed Fortune. Welcome to the Trouties. There's a cream for that if you have some Ishmael in your hole. Oh, his ishy hole. He's got an ishy hole. Oh, he certainly dear. does, Chris. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking of. Some people are asking if it's the Celt Celtic. Thank you for following the, the Orphe. Or uh, is it football or soccer? I'm not basketball. Really sure. The the basketball. Celtics they call them. Oh, Boston, yeah. Celtics. Boston Celtics. And then there's Boston Celtic Celtics. in Scotland. There's Celtic. Uh, the football club. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Larry Bird. I don't. Would I actually don't think it's anything to do with that. With this fuck, Larry Bird is a good man. He's an good mm. boy, and he would not allow his door to be darkened by this toque wearing fuck. Also, yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If your toque matches your gilet, get the fuck out. Get the fuck <laughs> out. Those um, are not supposed to be fashion items. Those are supposed to be worn. For protection from the elements. 
Um, it's just, it's so poor. He's got all these Oum, uh, all of these like um, symbols up along the side of this and everything. They're all Oum symbols and, and Celtic knots and stuff, but oh, it's just appropriation, to be quite honest. <laughs> Certainly is. I have a couple of quick things in the uh, like chat coming also in from Boomstickery. He looks like if John became a, a crab fisherman in Silicon <laughs> 100% true, and it hurts so bad. Uh, this guy's deal is he's he's using Celtic culture as a, a right wing agenda. You know what I wonder it is because they've been using Norse culture for a long time, and yeah. I wonder oh. if because Scandinavia is being tied to socialism, um, if Ooh. they're trying to find another out. Maybe. Um, well, the Irish are that's not be the having Celts. it. Yeah. <laughs> First, I think you're 100% right. Also coming in from Beardy Noise, if you're wearing a gilet, you need to fuck off if um, IMO. Um, yeah, maybe I like it, though. I run hot, and they're in, it's nice sometimes. For yeah, nice I, walk, I have a gilet, sweating. and it's bright pink. But, <laughs> oh, I want a bright pink. You know what I want is I want one of those gilets that had the Western cut on the sides here. Do you know what I'm talking about? Here, you know how Western cut shirts have the triangle on the hmm. shoulders? I really like those. Maybe I'll wear ah, one tonight. That's a good point, Hammy. The Celtics is trademarkable. <laughs> uh, yeah. That because makes... it's not a legitimate oh, term. That makes sense. Although the Boston Celtics must have that. Like he's going to be in for a major. I bet you what they but Major IP. The copyright is stipulated as it is. It has to be yeah. a, like it can't be around basketball. And it's the Boston Celtics. I'd be surprised you know I mean? if they didn't own it outright around they've been around forever they're one of like the original yeah. teams yeah it might we'll it see might i hope they get sued that'd be very fun very, anyway um, let's watch the rest <laughs> oh, <King's Park. laughs> how right wing is he that's my favorite Celtics. joke <laughs> the reason i'm making this series about the celtics this independent series <laughs> is that my ancestors come from county sligo <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that again. Yeah. <laughs> County Sligo. <laughs> County Sligo. And we have already filmed some amazing scenes with the most talented actors. You'll be blown away by their performances here. Will I? Censorship of the totalitarian Roman Empire is already coming upon us. Muzzled. Jesus Christ. Voiceless. You'll be blown away. These gifts. Can you pause for a second? Or not ours. We do, do you not guys remember do you guys remember that that um anti-Islam movie that a guy made? Oh what is it called? Um This is that basically. Just <laughs> awful, awful stuff. But instead of being anti-something, it's pretending to be for something just as ignorant. Yeah. I love it. It's so so bad. And the accents are just ridiculous. Do you think Not that's the only background gifts. in the movie? Yeah. Why are they all fucking blue? Part of Stonehenge. <laughs> Famously Irish Stonehenge. Um, the reason that they have blue painted on them is because that was uh, that was something that the Celts used to do going into battle. I don't think this woman stood by Stonehenge is going into battle for the Celts because she would have no. had to cross the ocean and hang out in southern england you fucking idiot i think her name is aaron wen which is not a great name uh i, I i'm you know 
it could be a real name of a character from some something, but she's meant to be in Wales, so Stonehenge what? is not inappropriate. <laughs> how, how deep into the plot of this have you gotten? <laughs> I haven't. I just studied Celtic literature. So Oh, so like this is an this is a a person wait, is this person based on someone who's historical actor? Yeah, like so all Lincoln? of them are I think all of them are based on real characters. So if I just briefly uh, go back to where the other people were okay, Bridget, so who's Bridget Saint Bridget is uh basically she's a one of the major canon saints in Ireland. Um mm. so we have Saint Bridget's Day is the first of February. Um where you make your little you make little grass crosses every year. <laughs> um Oh God! <laughs> I, don't think this, I don't think this pagan went in for that sort of Christian iconography. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm going to say this right now: there is no way that Bridget and Erewhon didn't have to at some point think, "No, I'm not going to just have dinner with Michael." <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I feel bad for the actors that have somehow been roped I don't. into this. He must have paid them, but they are also doing something really stupid. You took the gig. They took the yeah. gig. You took the gig. I have um, some terrible stuff bridges, that I've done in acting, and, then, and you... Oh, my God. Be Bellinus, I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like he's picked out random characters as well. I've never heard of Bellinus, but that doesn't mean based he doesn't on, exist. Based on Bellinus' as yeah. acting, I think he's picked out random actors as well. Oh, yeah. I'd right. say he's... Well, it looks like he's tried to get as many kind of blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, or red <laughs> hair as he could. I'm really and... enjoying Hammy's notes. So she's lit from the left. Stonehenge is lit from the right. This is I know. Basic filmmaking. What notes. a good! I would never have noticed that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, Hammy, wanna... you're gonna pull, bring out all of the uh, the really <laughs> niche points that we'll miss as well, which is great fun. <laughs> I'm going with this. Now I'm saying. Okay. Of the totalitarian Roman Empire totalitarian. is already like coming what? upon us. Muzzled, Wait voiceless. <laughs> it feels like an eight-year-old trying to look tough on TikTok. Pause. Or not ours. Only for one second. I just want to clarify something. Totalitarian would mean total. Is what is the actual definition of totalitarian? It's it's basically like somebody who's going for um a dictatorship, total total power. Yeah. Hitler like was totalitarian. A, yeah. Em okay. Emperors are totalitarian, all that yeah. stuff. The Ro when, when were the when was the Roman Empire fighting with the Celts? Um, it's it's sort of like there's no one specific time. That's why I was kind of like there's no big epic battle between the Celts yeah, they... and the Romans, like he's trying to make out because the Celts and the Romans had tension when the Celts were based in Europe. You know, the Celts and the Romans clashed in a kind of in Spain and Portugal, in Gaul, the Gaulish Celts out of France were were a big enemy of the Roman Empire. But then Asterix. when when the Ro yeah, when the Romans came up into Britain as well, they they would have been oh, against ah. the Celtic tribes of Britain. So uh yeah. <laughs> there's there's the Celts and the Romans clashed kind of over very long periods of time. There's no huge battle like he's trying to make it out to be. Mm. Um, yeah, it wasn't fucking Braveheart. Just, yeah, it's so stupid. So stupid. Anyway, this bit's really funny. 
We do not make our gifts. <laughs> our gifts travel through us. That was the best take. From one authoritarian point. We did 50 takes, and that was the best one. No more <laughs> will we be a free people. We are called Romano Britons. Oh God! That was your best take. What is You're she blown about? away? I know that many times in the past I <laughs> have fought the other Celtic. That's meant to be Fionn McCool, for fuck's sake. Who's Fionn McCool? This guy Fionn is. McCool this guy sells meant, cars. Fionn McCool, he. This guy's a youth pastor. Oh, basically, Fionn McCool licked his thumb after his thumb had touched the salmon of knowledge. So Fionn McCool is meant to have other world knowledge. This guy doesn't even have this world knowledge. <laughs> what Calm is the, the fuck down? <laughs> I don't want to insult the culture and history of your homeland, mm -hmm. but what is the salmon of knowledge? So, <laughs> there's a story. I'm okay. loving this. The salmon of what? Did you say salmon <laughs> of knowledge? <laughs> yeah, thank God. I'm really happy that everyone is right on my same page with this. Right, you let me give you the legend of the salmon of knowledge, okay? Mm -hmm. So, Fionn McCool, it's basically, it's in the childhood deeds of Fionn McCool. Uh, this story comes up, which is that Fionn McCool is sent away to learn from this grandmaster guy for his training as a war as a Finn warrior. Hmm. Um, and See, Finn so, or Finn? Finn, F-I-N-N. Um, as a Finn warrior, he's sent away to train with this older, wiser man or whatever. But this man is trying to uh, gain Imbos Ferocni, which is the other world knowledge. Imbos Ferocni can be attained by eating the animal which eats the acorn. The acorn contains other world knowledge. It's a lot to keep up with, but you can't oh, wow. eat the acorns directly. You can only eat that the animal that eats the acorn. So salmon that are in a river where an oak tree has acorns falling in, salmon will eat the acorns. I don't know if that's scientifically accurate, but that's what it that's what happens in the stories also swine herds in early irish literature are very very uh, they will always have otherworldly knowledge because they eat pigs that eat acorns hmm. so <laughs> acorns are magical i don't want to be rude but sometimes i wonder how ireland fell for the catholic church for so long and hard and then i hear <laughs> things like then the acorns fell in the river and the salmon ate them. And then I go, I know how it happened. But that's also like, that's that. I mean, that really reminds me of that story of Odin hanging from Yggdrasil for seven days to it's learn all... otherworldly magic. It's like, yeah. it's not that well, far off. It's all. Yeah. 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 The oak tree is synonymous around the world with being uh, like knowledgeable, otherworldly knowledge. A mm. lot of universities will use oak or acorn symbol sim symbolism because yeah. you're, you know, you're learning, and uh, that's a yeah. whole thing. There's huge acorn statues in the, um, uh, in mm -hmm. the Vatican. Oh, um, yeah, because it's a symbol yeah. of that business. But yeah, so Finn, <laughs> Fionn, Finn, whichever his name is, you can go by either of them. Uh, Finn McCool, he is doing training with this guy, and this guy is trying to catch the salmon of knowledge, but he needs to be the one to eat it. Uh, in order to gain, and it's only one person can get it. So mm. they spend ages trying to catch salmon. They catch the salmon, and then they're cooking the salmon, 
And the master, the old wise master guy just goes, I'm going to just go and do something. You watch the salmon, but don't eat it. And he was meant to keep turning the food, turning it as well so that it cooked properly. As he's turning it, he touches the salmon and burns his finger by accident. Hmm. And he puts it in his mouth. And that's enough for him to have tasted and eaten the salmon. And oh. he gets the other world knowledge totally by accident. But it's done. And he it's throughout all of the literature of Finn McCool, he has this uh, magic thumb. Um, and every time he kisses it or licks it or puts it in his mouth, he can... Uh, access this otherworldly knowledge. That's who Finn so he McCool sucks, is. So he sucks his thumb and gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that because he gets real sleepy and he puts his thumb in his mouth and he goes to Dreamy Town? I like how sleepy other, butt? <laughs> other, I like how otherworldly and also so regular Irish myth and history <laughs> is. Like, like you read about like Hercules is fighting like a a mortal bunch of cows that he has to move the shit of. And in Ireland, it's like a guy was making dinner for his boss, and then he accidentally ate the dinner first. I was asked this on Twitter yesterday, uh, because of all this Celt Celtic film stuff. Um, somebody asked me who I think the coolest characters in uh, Celtic literature are, and one of the ones that I said is one of the ones that I think is so overlooked is Finn's woman, basically she's she becomes his partner michelle uh, McCool, her name, the, the wife of the undertaker her name is elva her name is elva and she is the only woman in well one of very few women across celtic literature who is renowned for her intellect over her beauty she's one of the only women that is portrayed as a man's intellectual equal um and so that finn has to win her over with intellect rather than anything else and it's so cool and she's seen as being really ugly because she has freckles i was gonna um, ask I, if she was hot you know, and i was, I was, I was guaranteed literally, I, was, yeah. I was literally waiting for an opportunity to go intellect is code for woof woof no thank yeah. you right yeah but she had freckles that was considered ugly at the time disgusting <laughs> i know then and um, now ms manning <laughs> then and now other women like, are still very impressive she's just the only one that is matched up with a man at any point in in terms mm. of intellect um so she's very cool but uh yeah so that's basically a rundown of finn mccool and the salmon of knowledge i've bastardized it a lot but that's that's of, the gist i guarantee that's already things. more than was in the fucking movie yeah a couple of great things that have come in from the chat coming in from w davis uh so like irish squirrels are basically doctor who <laughs> or whatever that explains well, that rick and morty episode <laughs> have you seen that one where squirrels run the world don't piss I'm off worried. the squirrels, Morty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michelle McCool. Um, oh, very good. Yes, oh. no, very. Yeah, she's vegan. Thank you for oh, the follow. Thank you for, Martian, Mr. Thank you for the follow. Welcome I to the trees. I am going to go have a hard piss. Oh, wow. That was abrupt. Uh, that was very abrupt. <laughs> um, that's so cool. I like, I like that because in Canada, all of our, if we're going to use myths, they're all appropriated First Nations myths. Because we okay. don't have our own. Because we've only been here for yeah. 200 years, 300 years, 400. Yeah. Um, and so we just steal all their stories. Uh, and then, um, or for racist, we go Norse. That, always an option. 
Um, so I'm sort of jealous Sorry, of. I think I just knocked my uh, mic. <laughs> I thought you you breathed real heavy into it. Somewhere someone's no, listening to the podcast being like, it. <laughs> "Finally, ASMR. That's what I tuned in for." <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but yeah, I'm jealous of of that kind of stuff. Like a uh, uh, myths are such a fantastic way of tying um a culture together. Like I remember hearing about this island where you're not allowed to, no one tells a whole story. So if you want to know an entire story, you have to go all around the town. Like you're in a fucking video game full of NPCs. That's And cool. each one will tell you a piece of the story because if uh, you tell an entire story right to the end, then your life is done. That's all. Once you've finished oh, the story, cool. then you've finished your story. And so you can't do that. Island? Um, I'll have to double check. I can't remember, but yeah. I want to say, I want to say it's a Pacific Island. Um, Honestly, it's like a tropical you, Pacific Island. When you start getting into kind of any, any literature, any ancient literature, it's so interesting and so fascinating because what you realize if you're studying it is that before any of it was written down, this was a huge oral tradition and so there's things that come up in stories where you're like, where it doesn't really make that much sense. And you, historic, uh, literary historians will kind of have to just say, this must be relating to a whole canon of information that people would have already just known about this character. Yeah. Like this is just somebody that people knew so many stories about. And therefore yeah. this piece of information makes sense in the context of this story of this character's yeah. legend. Well, that's like um, that's like Moby Dick is so biblical that yeah. reading it now it barely makes sense compared to yeah. the stuff that people would have immediately recognized as biblical references and what that would have said about the character and things like that. It's just yeah. a whole other world of of influences. It's an interesting and strap in for a really pretentious comment. I really like that you just held a book that I just saw the early Finn McCool. No, yeah. Oh yeah. So um, if. Are we Penny sure that doesn't say does... cycle? Does that say Finn yeah. cycle? The early Finn, Finn cycle. Who's Finn cycle? Is that Finn <laughs> no, McCool's the Finn, the Finn cycle is the literature that surrounds the legend of Finn McCool. Um, that sounds like a Robert Service poem. And the, the legend of Finn McCool. The Feniact mm. is the, the name for the, the Fenian or Finn cycle. Um, mm. If anybody did want to look oh. into more, this book is a very, very good book for the phoenix uh i just i just found out where a slur came from oh i've heard people in scotland in particular like someone said you're a fenian and now is that the word yeah yeah it's it's you know. definitely changed meaning now because it's become kind of modern politically it's charged um like protestant thing now isn't it yeah. yeah yeah but it's uh which is not really where the uh Fenian cycle that this is referring to is from really it's just mm. it's morphed a lot it's a completely different thing now but um this is a very good book it's the early Finn cycle by Kevin Murray Kevin Murray was one of my lecturers in UCC he was a fucking boy like he was so fun such an interesting uh person um, but it's one of the smaller books to get as well so it's not mm. too heavy but it's really really fascinating and it's one of my favorite books and i have mine um signed 
Hey, oh. nerd alert. From my lecturer, and it's in Irish. Um, with uh, with great respect and something. I don't what, know. Was he the Uncle Ben? <laughs> no, but it, it's one of those things that sounds weird in English, but that would be a very commonplace thing to say in Irish. I gotcha. I, um, I'm always fascinated with American myth because America is such a new country. You can see like it, it's been proactively put into the ecosystem. For example, mm -hmm. like all of the myths of cowboys, a lot of those were real guys and they were guerrilla soldiers for the Confederate army. Like that's yeah. why the like wild West and all of that of like train robberies. And it was like, those guys were, stealing money so they could um they could fund guerrilla operations to attack the united states like it's such a yeah. weird like whitewashing of that ironically all of those sort of things and like american sport myth like how athletes are treated europe versus america because america has none of these myths like there isn't saint george there isn't finn mccool there is a yes. It's equal parts disgusting and wholesome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's you all. Will, that's all this show is. Yeah. You will <laughs> always learn something on this program, and you will never think that's You'll. what you were going to learn. Yeah. And there are other parts <laughs> that you will never forget, like what the inside of Mary Elaine's nostril looks like. Oh, yeah. you'll never forget that. Weird it's thing. just right there. Uh, you, so you know, funny. you know what's weird to me about American myths, and it's so telling about their culture in general. Is that all their myths are about themselves? That's so yeah. funny. They have, there's no sense of mystical anything. There's no creation anything. There's no attachment yeah. to the world. It's just me. I fucking I'll did it. I'll <laughs> even to go you one further. I bet you, because they've mythologized all of their founding fathers, I guarantee they've never considered that most of those guys were, at the very least, considered themselves English. So a lot of them considered themselves English people. Because some yeah. of them were, were like not born there. It's, it's like so, a, yeah. it's like people that don't realize Jesus was a Jew. You go, listen, just because he's like the start of it doesn't mean he was it. You know. I referred to him recently as, as as someone said, yeah. And they put a Jewish guy on the cross, and he's like, well, at that point, I think it was on this stream. Well, at that point, he was Christian. I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he can't. No, he's still Jewish. Well, yeah. yeah, but also, so I think it was me that made that that made that point, sort of mostly joking. But there is something to be said for him being like, I'm the son of God follow me that doesn't feel like a very jewish thing to do that feels like very much a meism we've begun yeah. meism let's go <laughs> i can think of some jews that would definitely do that one of them was a one of them is a comedian <laughs> chris even knows who i'm talking about and i bet ashley does too maybe this guy this guy right here oh private I'm chat Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, I I don't know that person. Every time you bring up this person, you think I know them, and I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, no. Question. I mean, this <laughs> this guy also. Actually, no. I go to go against Chris's point. No, I think a lot of them would go. No, we should be in charge, particularly young, incredibly entitled uh, men from the east coast of the United States. Both of these. There's another guy. That guy also uh, would definitely think he should be in charge. He would think. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know that one. That one's for Ashley. Ashley's about to agree with me so hard. Oh, do you know? Oh. <laughs> I stopped following that person on Instagram today. I've only followed Ye them for like two weeks. 
Good but for you. That guy something sucks. Something came up that I was just like, oh, I fucking hate you. I hate you <laughs> so much. And, you know, he was fucking, he, oh. When I first initially met him, I thought he was semi-attractive. I knew you. But, but then he went on stage. <laughs> mm, yeah. I was just like, oh, I don't think so. And then I had to watch that same act four times over two nights. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, gotcha. you do. Yeah. And yep, yep, yep. Um, it was, uh, and then the post that came up today was. <laughs> and I just went, nope, don't need this. Do not need this. <laughs> what was the post? What was the post? I oh. put it in the private chat. <laughs> uh... It was so, I was just like, I do not. This is no, and so I completely unfollowed him everywhere. That, um, individual, that individual gets his dick out a lot on stage, and I'll uh, never forget my ex-wife being at side of stage at Late and Live, looking at me and going, "He knows that if you stretch out a little penis, it doesn't make it bigger. It just makes us all know you know you have a little dick." And I was just like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um, but I'm very often attracted to total idiots so that's fine yeah um, I think you're about to say, I i'm usually attracted to small penises yes, that's what i was expecting oh. as well tiny dick dudes <laughs> tiny dick dudes um, um speaking of tiny dick dudes just a quick this is what i look like without a beard <laughs> yeah those are stills from videos there you go nuka boy you can have it i, I just want to say this this is such an inside truth diamond geyser no it is not alex edelman because as everyone knows alex edelman is bringing a hammer that is a some fun inside <laughs> British comedy gossip. When Alex Edelman takes it out, this is the noise it makes. Ashley, was someone at your door? <laughs> it's Alex Edelman's penis. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to bring back the video. We're going to, we're going to get to the end of this video. Oh, yeah, we are. Fucking Finn McCool. He's More like so fucking off. thin hair, my poo. Yeah, Finn McCool was meant to have big, flowy <laughs> locks. He's meant to have big, flowy locks. For podcast also, listeners, you couldn't see John pose with his thumbs up after saying that utter <laughs> dog shit. Really good, though. Are you laughing now? Ashley's laughing. Chris is laughing. The chat, uncomfortable. So he has long, flowing locks. Also, they I don't think they had green screens or hair gel in ancient Celtic yeah, times. Yeah, what's the hair gel about? And, like... This is Tartan. He's modeled this off Braveheart. Yeah, that Tartan <laughs> yeah. looks like it. It was it was slung over. A, by the way, they're all wearing that same piece of cloth. Also, and it looks this? like they just this took it off like his couch. Some dodgy staining. That's it. Looks it. Like he a bird, a bird fucked on that couch on the night before, like and then took the couch covering off. <laughs> uh, I fought the other Celtic tribes. Blown away. <laughs> so no matter what funding we get, Pause. we can make Is this first cool? No. No, it's a different no. guy. I bet you it's his brother. Go ahead. Episode happen. Episode happen. This will be a legendary episode that we will be filming. Any level of backing that you choose, the rewards are outstanding. We have a Celtic Druid wizard's hat. <laughs> A, a druid walking staff. We have a druid hood. And 
many other <laughs> we need DVD, Blu-ray, box feature set. So join us if you can. Come aboard and let's make this Celtic film series happen. Film uh, series? So it's a universe? Film series. He's trying to set up a whole fucking Marvel universe. Oh my god. It's Where is so this? Daft. Celtic films. Where is this like being GoFund? Where's the GoFundMe? Uh, I don't know. The Twitter is at Celtic underscore films. I'm looking at um, it right now. Where's the GoFundMe? It's so batshit crazy. And like, where is... Uh, there was one tweet that Mary Elaine shared. And I was just like, I don't like, I don't even know where to start telling oh. this off. Like, it's so stupid. Oh, and um, uh, which uh, reminds me, if you like Celtic uh, uh, myths, go check out Mary Elaine's stream because she tells a lot of uh, folktales. Yes, actually, that's a good plug. Mary Elaine, who was on the birthday show last night, Mary Elaine Robertson tells stories um, from all over the world, but she does tell a lot of Shetland and Celtic, Scottish kind of stories. Um, but she, she tells a lot of lots of different stories um, and she's definitely worth checking out. Um, so she shared one of his uh, a picture of one of his his tweets, um, which said, "In our Celtic series, the Druid women, Druid yes. women, this is the one that's the one I was looking for. This is my favorite. Are dressed very <laughs> respectfully. They don't need to show boobs, titties, cleavage to get attention. We show their brains and courage. In fact, they are fully clothed as Druid goddess women are. Hashtag respect women. I feel so respected." Titties. <laughs> like this guy. I mean, I can share this actually. People that do real research don't say titties. I know exactly. a lot of academics, thanks to my wife. That's not a word that they use. They're yeah, not. They're just, not titty people. They say fun so bags. Stupid. Big so milkers. Mm-hmm. Sandy sacks. Sandy sacks, of course, Chris. This was, I think this is something else that he'd said as well. According to Cassius Dio, who was writing a long time after the fact, so presumably got his information from more contemporary, co contemporaneous sources, Julia Augusta, wife of Emperor Augustus, was shocked by the loose morals of Celtic women on complaining to one such, the consort of a Gaulish king, the woman is said to have replied, we Celtic women obey the demands of nature in a more moral way than do the women of Rome. We consort openly with the best of men. You allow yourselves to be debauched in secret by the vilest. <laughs> and I don't know where he's getting that from. I really don't. I, I'm, re I'm reading so this book about weird. Easter Island right now, and I'm enjoying the, the, the theme of like wherever sort of like central europeans end up mm -hmm. they're always shocked at how horny women are everywhere else in the world yeah because like french yeah. and british people got showed up at, at easter island and they were like these guys are pretty nice these women are fucking these <laughs> these women are yeah not shy they are it very forward theme around <laughs> oh. the world and the guys are all just like yeah for sure no problem yeah. there's no like fights it's not like these guys are fighting frenchmen over their ladies the thing is, yeah, there's yeah. a very good chance that it is based on on real translations from Roman sources, but they used to write and say so much mm. bullshit about yeah, the Celts to basically villainize them. It was propaganda, yeah. yeah. Um, they, needed, they always needed an enemy for their citizenry to explain why the wars must continue yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It's so fascinating. Also, what 
imagine the irony too of the Celts somewhat repelled the uh, Roman Empire from their shores, only to be later uh, subjected to the Roman Catholic Church, the next evolution of said Roman Empire. Yeah. Not just last year on the Untitled Twitch stream, also fun philosophical points. <laughs> Chris, are you shitting? Um, all right, I have one last point, and then I think we're going to call it a day because we did. Uh, we did a uh, long show yesterday. And we did 90 minutes of streaming before this. Yeah. Thank you again to our subs and patrons for uh, playing uh, Among Us. Uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of, of that gang, join our Patreon. Join our yeah. Patreon. You, we for will be doing episodes that. and we'll games. Doing, when are we doing the next one? At some point in. We're going to have a meeting this week and we're going to talk yeah, about it. We don't know it. yet. Great. Perfect. I was just afraid because um, I'm super tired that we had decided that and I didn't remember and I went into this plug <laughs> without no. remembering it. And it was that sort of, I felt, know what I felt like? I felt like that actor playing Finn McCool. <laughs> that, oh, it's so love, silly. That whole thing. I love the script checks. <laughs> I liked how, yeah, that was so, that was, I love, and while it was happening, Boom Stickery commented, oh, I could be an actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, yeah, no. those people definitely got paid for it as well, you know. Oh no, beardy noise could have been there. Oh, they absolutely. Oh, well, they made up. As someone who was an out of work actor, much like being a comedian, you'll just take a gig. Like, there's very <laughs> possible those people just took that gig and are now yeah. like, they're not oh, actors. They're family friends. God. They're family yeah. friends. Like, they're yeah. there's some of them want to be actors, but are not actors. Yeah, they've always considered it. Um, what is the forest boomstickery? What is that? Is that a cool game that we should be playing? Yeah, what is the forest? Can I? Can we look? Yeah, that we up? don't know what that is, but we'll consider it if it's cool. Is it spooky? Uh, <laughs> John's dad is just chimed in no with father. John. Can you not afford I, sleeves? No, I cannot. Also, my father hey, was making fun of my scar. I will have you banned from Facebook for being ableist, father. How dare you? Uh, Do you like to dress to show off your scar then? No, I was just working out and didn't have time to change no, before but we did. I, I I don't mean right now, but generally, do you enjoy having it? I don't out? really think about it. I get annoyed with my elbows because more and more people touch my elbows because they look weird. Oh, that's yeah, weird. It's, what it's is this thing that, that people think they can just touch other people's bodies? No. It drives me insane. It's also strangers will walk up and be like, what happened to your elbow? And I'm like, what? Like, I was one time, like, super late at night. I was at a gas station uh, filling up my mom's car. And a guy tapped me on the shoulder and went, what's um, what's wrong with your elbow? Were you born that way? And I, I, I wow. literally wanted to, I wanted to be like, yeah, what? I was. Do you say that to blind people? Like, what are you doing? Was that, that... was that in the States, though? That feels very American. Canada. Canada. Oh, shit. No, no, no. That's outrageous. 100% so a Canadian funny. move. Canada is a nation of ninny busybodies. Like yeah, it's that's true. Like, oh my yeah. god, because their entire existence is looking over the border to America, going, "Look at them." That's insane. I got very into neck scarves for the first couple of years after my surgery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's also yeah. You just don't want to explain it all the time. That's the yeah, yeah. I really didn't, mm. and I, I. Did scare a child with my scare ones, <laughs> and so ah, I was just. Ah, let me just put I it didn't away. like <laughs> they just saw it and started crying. Oh no! <laughs> and, 
I I was just like, right, okay. It was this was very early doors though. It was very red. It was very kind of swollen and bad looking. So I mm. I get it. And like, if I was a child looking at it, I probably would have had the same reaction because I was a scaredy cat child. At any point, did um, you consider yelling out, "I'm a monster!" Yeah, and running down. <laughs> did you go with um, mice and men? Take that kid to the river, try and make it feel better, but accidentally wring its neck. I didn't do that. Oh, I need it to be known that I didn't. <laughs> um, but Did yeah, like I don't know. I I kept it quite hidden. I don't forcibly forcibly try and hide it now. Like I kind of just wear what I want. But I used to wear high neck things. If I was wearing low neck things, I would dress it with a scarf. Or I had some necklaces that covered it and stuff as well. But mm -hmm. I don't try and hide it now. I just wear what I'm gonna wear. Um, but it's also not that noticeable anymore. I've never seen it. So it's not showing up on yeah. stream. Yeah. So that's no something. But I've seen you. I've slept in guessed. your house. I've slept in the room where Mary Lane kept almost shitting, but it was just farts. So no, you I, didn't sleep in I that love room. that you thought they were having an <laughs> Mary orgy Lane when slept that happened. in my bedroom. <laughs> Sorry, I slept in the flat where that bedroom was contained. I absolutely. Hey, Mary was... Lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I love that it's you not... thought that was during an orgy. She just left a fart. That's so. I funny. was so impressed. I was so impressed by it because I was just imagining like getting having shit <laughs> and having to shit is such a nightmare as a boy. Yeah. I could never imagine as you're going to Pound Town just having the weight of another human when you're full of cack. Oh, well, no, thank I, you. I, I told you about that time in Montreal where I just had to call it off, right? Yeah, to poop some nothing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I had to, I had to poop. She was fully naked, and I just started laughing. And she's like, "Heads up, girls, when they're naked in front of you, don't generally like it when you start laughing." And I was like, "Nothing to do with you. I'm just laughing because I know what's about to happen." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That's my favorite. That's my favorite moment in life, which is where you know what the future is, and you're like, "Listen, you're not gonna like where this is going, but there is only one place it can go." No. Yeah. Oh God. We're on the tracks now. Here we go. Yeah. Oh. When I came out of that bathroom, guess who was fully dressed? Of course. <laughs> I also get very upset at people when they... Uh, how about this? How do you guys feel about someone taking a shit at the bathroom in the house you live in? Don't mind. I don't totally mind understand. as long as you make you don't leave like... Don't leave a mess. Of course mess. you don't yeah. leave a mess. But, but otherwise I... it's like you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm not gonna be mad at you for that. I truly think that no, any person who will, um, exactly. Any person is like, don't shit in my bathroom. You're an anti-vaxxer. That's the same logic that makes you yeah. alive at anti-vaxxing. Yeah, you're just weird. like, yeah, look, you can't unless, do that. I, think, like, I must. Unless it's like somebody who has shit in your bathroom before and either left a mess or broke mm. your toilet. Like, yeah, it's more, you can't shit in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> a specific thing. <laughs> I uh, may not. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, toilet no. withholders, yes. Yeah, it's an absolute um, crime. That's a terrible thing to do. I. So George Fox has in his stream a running joke that I broke my toilet. I did not. I had somebody coming around to look at my water boiler and he misunderstood um, he thought I was talking about a plumber. It, yeah. Anyway, 
But I did go in there yesterday. I was trying to plead my case that that didn't happen. But then I did say, oh, but I did break a toilet once. <laughs> All right. Tell us um, the story. And then I. And then we'll go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will lie down. It's not bed? that much of a story. I, I did a very big poo in a toilet in New York City where they have ridiculously small toilets. I should say uh, I was only like eleven years old at the time. Fantastic. <laughs> did you? Did it raise you up off the seat just a little? Just like, mm. just an it inch? It must have. I don't know, but uh, I, I, a... I couldn't get. I couldn't fix it myself. I was only eleven. I didn't know how to fix a toilet, you know, and so I had to come downstairs. And uh, we were staying with friends of my parents, and I just said to my dad, I th- I was just like, Dad, I can't get the toilet to flush. <laughs> and then uh, my dad's, it was my dad's best friend we were staying with, the same man who asked me if I was a virgin uh, when I last saw him. Oh, um, the fun guy. The fun guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he just, the whole rest of the holiday was taking the piss out of me for breaking the toilet. Yeah. I bet he did it with a lot of tact. No, no, no. Very <laughs> blunt force. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he you asked you if you were a virgin. He's not a subtle man. You should have upper deckered this guy. You should have been like, oh, you thought your toilet was broken? Was before? 11. Yeah, do it now. Vengeance. This guy's still alive? Still got a yes. toilet? Upper decker. Upper decker, baby. It's never You'd too late for an upper decker. Piece of shit. Let me tell you this. I am. I don't think I've ever broken a toilet, but I've clogged some toilets in my day. And when the first week COVID started, I was just coming off of like a, like a, or no, yeah, in COVID, I just ended up eating a shitload of protein at the beginning of like three weeks where I just ate meat and Ooh. nothing else. Yep. And I, yeah, that's going to do a number on your digestive system. I took a shit and it was like this big and like that. And it was <laughs> a cork. And it literally dropped into the toilet, and I heard like it heard like a like a bang noise. Like it was, I dropped a bunch of wood in there, and then just all this other shit came out. Like it was literally like I didn't really... just wrenches <laughs> and fucking it leaves was... and. Did, did you get those like kind of uh, muscle pains all up your back afterwards? Yeah, like as soon as it it like dropped. And yeah. then it like I've never I felt so much pain, but it was literally yeah. like around my kidneys and back, and it literally was just sort of like to the point that I had to then clench, flush, go back for more, <laughs> not diarrhea all solid. I was just worried that wow. it was gonna be too much for the toilet to handle. That's happened. That's happened. Oh. That yeah. has happened. I've done that. I broke that toilet in New York because there was too much shit in the toilet. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the fact that we started out talking about economics, but we made it to how big our shits were. I'm God a big right. fan of that. <laughs> Have you ever taken? I remember I took one that was so. And we also t- we also took a detour into Celtic history there. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been everywhere. There's, I I remember I took this one um, shit just for symmetry. I've got to tell one uh, before we go. <laughs> the, um, this one it was so perfect, it just kept going. And you know oh. when you know you know when you've been going for a long time and you feel like you're going to clench it off and you're like no I owe it to myself to finish this, <laughs> and I just push all the way and it coiled perfectly, and when I stood up I didn't want to flush it I wanted to leave it for others to behold. It was 
perfect. And then I flushed and it was too big and the toilet flushed. <laughs> like, of course. Ugh, ugh, what have I done? But it was um yeah, like a perfect Cumberland sausage before they do the little twists. Oh god. Drew the spit out. <laughs> One of you got a little bit ahead of the game. <laughs> that was John. <laughs> John. Cumberland sausage can fuck off that image. <laughs> uh, Ashley, who would you? It's your birthday week, so I say you pick who we're gonna raid. Oh, the, I don't actually. I don't know who we should. I raid. got it open. We've got paleontologizing, ruffled bricks, Sean Morley. My gun is huge. I would like ruffled bricks. Is... Or my gun is huge. Actually, can you go into my gun no, is huge? No, go and... ahead. With, go ahead with ruffled bricks. I really had no. Um, I have no um allegiances to anybody that you just named. So. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, let's do ruffle bricks. I like ruffle bricks. bricks. All right, cool. I'm setting it up. And um, uh, raid message is, uh, oh yeah, it's I, Celts. I, I totally it's did Celts, that. not John Celtics. Actually, pick then. Uh, you did do that, but it's okay. Well, who, I'm kind of glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, more. I just I watched all of one of Ruffled Bricks' streams one time, and I really enjoyed it. And I forgot he oh, existed cool. until right now. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy. That guy's great." Cool. Okay, let's do that. We're going over to Ruffled Bricks. We uh, John and Chris will be back tomorrow night. I will not be here tomorrow night. My daddy is coming to visit me, Ooh. so I'm going out to pick him up from the airport. Very Are you nice. guys? What are dad activities? Being a great thing that we ended up talking about no. shit because no, no newsflash, your dad's coming in, he's stinking that toilet up. That's a yeah, father move. I just stopped um, the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my dad's arriving in, he's arriving in late tomorrow night, and then uh, we have breakfast Friday morning. We are going uh, out for dinner on Friday evening. I do have a lecture at some point, so uh, the afternoon plan is a little bit vague. We're just going to see what happens. Um, and then uh, tomorrow evening, we're going to see the new James Bond film, um, which is such a... It's a perfect going out with your dad <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> only person I've ever watched a James Bond movie with. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. And then we're out for breakfast Saturday morning. We are going to go up around Glasgow University, and uh, where I'm gonna, so I'm gonna show him Glasgow Uni, um, and we are going to the Clydeside Distillery, where we're going to get a whiskey and chocolate tasting experience. Nice. Nice. Oh. Clydeside Distillery is a brand new distillery, so we are going to be trying their first whiskey ever, which is very cool. Nice. Um, uh, as well as some other whiskeys and a new batch spirit or something like that. And um, then we are going out for dinner again. And that's kind of it. We've I've left a lot of time for just wandering and, and catching up. But I haven't seen my dad since Christmas. So, Oh, nice. That'll be good. Well, Can we get him on well, the stream? How long is he in town for? No, that's not Can you get him on Sunday? Can he no, he's leaving on? Sunday morning. My dad was on here shirtless. Yeah, but he looked good. Uh, <laughs> He's leaving Sunday morning, so we'll miss him. Praise be. Ashley, jealous? Oh, Kirsten, that's cool. Oh. Okay, I did now, discover I can order I'm them from the Amazon, raid. so I need to do that. <laughs> um, and the okay, raid go message. for the raid. <laughs> raid message, uh, by the way. Raid message, is, Celts Not Celtics. It, it's Celts Not Celtics. Guys, Chris and I will see you tomorrow. Uh, I love you all and hit it.
now. Bye. Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her.